Rise and stretch. Thank you for this cup of coffee for I don't know why I need to get up. I'm San Canessa, welcoming you to Survival Kit for the Mental. Squeezing your mind and gut tightly from somewhere in the Southwest. I'm a visual artist, peer wellness specialist, neurodiversity activist, bipolar queer human from El Salvador. Gratitude for my friends and family who continue to help me make sense of this life and the voices in my head that guide me through. Thank you for joining this space dedicated to peer literacy in which we create tools to survive these mental times. May we have the courage to play and doubt everything. Welcome to session 44. In-house today is Gina Gibbons, joining us from Boulder, Colorado. We're currently sitting inside a house in the middle of a somewhat windy storm in Santa Fe, New Mexico. There are two dogs accompanying our spirits today in this home and we are preparing some tea to talk about fucking breaking in and breaking out. Welcome, Gina. So, Gina, thanks for joining us. What are you eating? Mm. A little uh, banana leaf wrap, <laughs> rice and pork. Yum. Wish I knew the name. <laughs> <laughs> mm. It's not quite warmed mm. up. It's like kind of dried out. But it tastes delicious. I love that it happens so often, right? And there's always this kind of moment where you're like, wow, why didn't I heat this a little bit more? Mm -hmm. But you're just so hungry, you're going to eat it cold. Yep. Ready to rock. All the time. Mm -hmm. All the time. <laughs> yeah, my worst was, you know, there was a time in, in college when me and a friend, Molly, we had this thing of like, you know, kind of watching her food and we mm. were like eating a lot of frozen peas with parmesan Ooh, yum. delicious but there were indeed yep. times where i didn't cook the peas fully oh and i still frozen. ate them mm -hmm. Oof. yeah frozen is different those were low cold. days low times <laughs> the patience was not there to fully the peas. it was part of the whole sadness <laughs> yeah. as it snows nice here but it's cold. beautiful it's so pretty it's swirling in from every direction, too. That's how I feel. Mm, mm. Yeah, the grace in multi-directional forms and pathways. And, mm. you know, I, it makes me think about feeling, and Gina will share with us what she does second. <laughs> but, like, when you're experiencing, you know, when you are excited for something that is coming, mm. right? You can feel both angst, both dread, um, both thrill, you know, in all these different different ways of moving through a moment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You've heard that saying that, I think it's anxiety, it's just excitement without breath. 
Oh, wow. I keep breathing through the anxiety. Anxiety is excitement without breath. Could be. How does how do you use that? Can you give me an example of like when that has worked for you? Well, breath is like my way to connect to my feet and my ground. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not grounded, then I'm in the more mental state of anxiety where I'm like kind of spinning and like frazzled and and the breath literally puts you into your chest, which then for me drops down into my belly, my diaphragm. And activates that whole core center where stability comes from. Mm. And especially like around a lot of other people, I usually find that kind of lack of breath showing up because I get excited. It's actually Mm. excitement versus anxiety in that context. And so the breath just puts you back into your body, into Mm. your own vessel versus kind of the threaded experience that I think a lot of us have where we're picking up on other people's energy just by looking at them and feeling them. And then the breath is like your own autonomous connection to life itself. So it's very helpful to do that regularly. But in general, I'm quite a shallow breather. So it's like I gotta really focus to do that and bring in that awareness on the daily. Mm. Yeah, it makes me think about like my meditation teacher kind of coach I think she, she's kind of like a life coach at this point to keep me positive mm-hmm. not to keep me positive fuck toxic positivity but to keep me afloat right um and you know it was like one of the things with like meditation and morning pages like we practice so there are, so when it gets rough mm-hmm. it's our mo you know and it's kind of like what reminded me of what you're saying like if we practice this breathing this Excite, giving this excitement some breath, right? Um, so then in any other case, because for you it sounds really natural, really organic to go into that breath in the feet, right? It's something that you've practiced, it seems mm-hmm. like. Yeah, practice is, because it's not my innate way. Innate way is just shallow, quick breathing, and then getting even more and more spun out as the night goes on maybe, or you know, using alcohol to kind of subconsciously ground me Mm -hmm. Um, and then yeah to have that awareness to get there on my own through the breath has been very helpful but it'll you know there'll be days where I go all day without having a conscious breath Mm. and then I'm like oh wow you literally did that entire day without you know this deeper sense of presence where you're even aware of your own breath and it's so simple but the breath is just it's everything so I'm actually really trying to get to the place where that becomes habitual and and easeful but it's shifting a whole pattern that's been ingrained for a long time does that happen like at night like how do you do that like at night you like get to a moment of like conscious breathing and you're like oh my god I haven't done this all day yeah it's like when I actually acknowledge my breath I'm like Mm. oh you've been shallow breathing all day and then, you know, the second you are aware of your breath, you usually take a big breath because you're mm-hmm. almost like starved for it, like on the regular. So my new morning practice is sitting and, you know, having tea, which helps me connect to my breath ultimately and just slowing down. You know, I think yoga has been really helpful for people 
and more so even for the asana it's like how are we breathing like that mm -hmm. breath um, rhythm that can come in is so helpful and in our dance we do it you know you have to breathe if you're trying to dance a lot because otherwise you'll run out of breath mm -hmm. singing does that you have to breathe so these these um, practices where you have to breathe to do them successfully have actually really helped me become more aware of my breath and where I'm not breathing. I totally forgotten about that. Mm. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I know, I'm it's like, so simple. This the is breath. a good time to be measuring my fucking breath. Yeah. I totally forgot. I know. So yeah. disconnected. You know, so mind fixated. Right. right? So mind fixated that the, the whole idea of kind of how a breath can assist me to move through what I'm feeling. Mm, yeah. Is not even tangible. Right, well because the mind moves very rapidly. Mm -hmm. So I think breath is almost the antidote to the quick mind, the overthinking, the overthinker, which I so am. Mm -hmm. Give me a thing and I'll overthink it forever. Mm -hmm. And then the breath gives you spaciousness essentially. And in the spaciousness, I think you can observe your own mind and see where you might relax a little, mm. where you might slow down a little, let the thoughts just settle. Mm -hmm. And so I think, yeah, the breath is a very powerful tool for the mind, you know, and it's, it, it's interesting too, like in the tarot, the mind is associated with the sword and I like to think of it like that. It's like using the sword to kind of cut through those patterns of the mind that are so strong that mm. want to just continue, you know, whether it's circular or obsessive, it takes like something as strong as a sword to really cut it off. And ironically, like the breath could be that sword, mm. even though it's very passive. We think of the breath as very passive. It's the element of air as well. So to me, it has the, the aspect of cutting mm. and yeah, using that, that visual of like a sword cutting whatever rope or tie maybe is in my mind that's just spinning. And to just be like, Wah. whoa. With your exhale, like, wow. It <laughs> sounds like that. <laughs> that is really trippy because that is like, seriously, right now, you are giving me a tool mm. that I can actually really lean on mm. because even something as simple as today I was like okay focus on the one thing that you're doing right like okay right now I'm writing yeah I'm writing I'm writing I'm not gonna worry about anything else mm. not who passed not who came not what I said just writing yeah or I'm gonna go run and that's all I'm gonna think about I'm gonna run but it's interesting because the breathing component is you know kind of a space holder for that focused attention mm -hmm. to be more contained, you know, to be more supported and and guided through. So I love that tool. I had no idea we we're going to talk about breath. Same. And air, queen of air. <laughs> we'll talk about queen of air as well. <clears throat> Referencing. Yeah. But that's amazing with a sword. Is that why you resonate with the name well, Gina's latest music project is called Queen of Air, which you should find her on SoundCloud. I'll put the info in the episode details so people can click on the link and go to you directly. But 
kind of with the tarot and the sword with the queen mm -hmm. of air. Yeah. How does that, what does that feel or mean to you? Mm -hmm. Or is it a mantra? Is it like a, a, a reminder, you know, for yourself? Like totally. what you're trying to do there. Right. Yeah, what am I activating by calling it that? Yeah, you know, I've had a long background with tarot. And the more that I've learned about the sword, the more I become fascinated by it. And, you know, the element of air is where music lives. So that's essentially why I called it Queen of Air, because I'm referring to the music itself and the realm in which it dwells. And to me, it is like the queen of air. Like, it is my favorite part music. of air. Yeah, music. You know, it's this mm -hmm. ineffable, magical thing that we are so deeply affected by on a cellular level, and yet we can't see it. Mm. And so I think, for some reason, naming it the queen of air, it just felt like it was giving it a lot of potential and room to evolve and grow and... Um, it definitely was correlated with my understanding of tarot as well. So, you know, bringing in the element of the mind. And for me, music is, along with breath, the perfect antidote for the overthinking mind. Mm -hmm. And music is the one tool that I use every day almost. And stillness and silence, you know, like it's the, the partner of those because you couldn't have music without silence. Mm -hmm. It comes from that deep void. But mm -hmm. having music as a way to kind of alter my own consciousness and put me into more of a flow state where I'm essentially meditating and breathing and not focused on thought as much as I would normally. And it just can instantly shift that for me. And I think that's why I've chosen to really dedicate my life now to, to that craft of you know, creating soundscapes and sound experiences for people to get into that state of, whether they consciously know it or not, mm -hmm. that meditative place of breath and, mm. and spaciousness and just potential that can come when we stop, think, 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 mm. think. Because I know for me, that's been a real prison. Mm. And I really want to um, continually evolve that part of myself. Mm. And so, you know, if it helps other people along the way, then that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. But that's kind of the goal, I would say, of the project. It's like, get out of the mind a little, just a little. <laughs> I mean, I love that, you know, the difference between like for me and painting and like going to a museum and seeing like a fucking painting or a work of art, a sculpture, a visual piece mm -hmm. versus like, you know, going to a concert or listening to an ensemble or like going to see a you know, a, a performance is like that, that like syner was, I don't know if the word is synergy, but that transference, you know, of the maker and the mm -hmm. receiver, right. That happens, especially in like a live, in a live way. And like what you're saying with, with such kind of clear intentions, you know, it's like really exciting because what you could, what you are doing with this, you know, it's like, um, it's kind of transformational for you. Cause I, I even had like a question when it was like, like when you're playing, like, do you, do you get caught up in like the role and what's happening, you know, or are you, are you, do you go back into these practices of mm -hmm. this is the breath, you know, and mm -hmm. this is, you know, um, like what you're wanting the audience to receive. 
Like, are you experiencing for yourself in that moment? Mm, yeah. You know, it's funny because music, it keeps you authentic. Because if you, if you get too caught up in the ego and like, oh, I'm on a stage doing this thing in front of these people and like you, you know, compartmentalize the experience, you'll probably miss the timing because mm. you're too wrapped up in some very, um, I don't know, just in the ego. And for mm -hmm. me, the, the minute I get in there, it's like the music brings me back. And it just says, nope, you know, you can't, you can't dwell in that space in this energetic field that you're creating because it's not about that. And so I notice the minute I kind of start to get into that, if I do, you know, it's, it, it just instantly, I glitch something or mm -hmm. it just like it turns into this comedic thing where I'm like, oh, I totally messed up and have to start over again if I'm recording something or... You know, it's like you've got to be in the flow of the music and that's ultimately what's leading. And I'm just kind of, you know, pushing a few buttons to like keep it flowing in a way that feels, you know, beautiful and uplifting and um, creating an experience. But ultimately the music's totally in charge and I'm just pushing the buttons to, to liberate it and bring it into form, you know, Whoa. the formless form of it, I guess. At least for that moment, what right. a relief. Yeah. You know, what happens before or after independently, oh, all, you know, but I think my, about my, all my, these, yeah. yeah, all these <laughs> kind of, yeah, moments that people have. It's kind of your flow, you know, it's like your moment of, it's part of the creative process, mm -hmm. right? To do mm -hmm. these live pieces. Yeah, and then there's the pressure, you know, not messing up in front of people and, um, and even that is where I'm really trying to lean into just like, it doesn't have to be perfect. You mm -hmm. know, like I really would love it to be a seamless, smooth transmission, mm -hmm. but the reality is I'm human and, um, you know, I make mistakes. And so to be gentle on myself when that does mm -hmm. happen and not freak out. And, you know, I do a martial arts practice as well. And we were talking about how, um, you know, when you mess up in the art itself, the whole point is not that you messed up, it's that you move through the mess up mm -hmm. and stay in line and in integrity with the practice and art itself mm -hmm. and kind of make it look as if you didn't mess up, at least mm -hmm. in your own being. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's essentially the same with music and um, just like, oh, I missed a beat, all right, on to the next one. Mm -hmm. like the music will yeah, that grace. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. or it's kind of, kind of reminds me like with dance you know when you bump into someone when you're like in your flower zone and you bump into someone right you can really cut yourself off mm -hmm. from where you were going and what you were experiencing you know or you can really just in, incorporate that you know as right. like part of exactly the dance or the snowflake direction I mean snowflakes do it oh yeah they just all which way which way there's no right way to fall for a snowflake mm -hmm. yeah and you know kind of in regards of we were talking earlier today and wanted to have well we had coined this episode as you can see because you're reading its name if you are um breaking in and breaking mm -hmm. through mm -hmm. no break down to break through yeah, yeah, yeah. you know and so i was just wanting to bring that um that in and how you know what is what is a breakdown mm -hmm. 
And what does a breakdown look like? Because I know we all, you know, I don't know about you, but I feel like my breakdowns are very unique to me. Like, I feel right. like no one else has them. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like everyone's fine all the time, mm-hmm. except me, you know? And so I love it. You know, I would love to hear <laughs> what a breakdown totally. is for you. <laughs> so I know there's others out there. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I have different kinds of breakdowns, but, you know, in this context of music and creating and all that, it's, um, it's for me, a breakdown is when I just get to the the point of feeling that, um, I'm just not going to be good enough. It's like a self-critic, the inner critic that just is, you know, so harsh that she's like, just quit, you know? And, you know, I've heard this so many from other people who are just... You know, they're their own worst critic. And then how do you transmute this negative self-talk into almost its exact opposite of like, okay, I could continue on this thread of like, it's not good enough, I'll, I'll never be good enough, I'm never gonna get to the point I wanna get to, I don't know how to dedicate myself the way I want to. Um, to turn that like on its ass and just be like, no. I, I can do this. It's not going to be perfect, but it's going to be good enough for now. And it's to just keep pushing like one little step at a time to know that ultimately the goals and visions that I have will be realized. Maybe not in the linear way that I see it, um, which is also okay. <laughs> like accepting the unique process. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. I can <laughs> let go of how I think it should look. It's um, hard though. It's really it's hard. It's really hard. Because the ego especially just really wants it to be great right now. And culture, you know, mm-hmm. culture also speaks to us to be like, at this point you should be here, right? And yeah. like when people that are successful were at your age, they were here, you exactly. know, and these all these kind of also like cultural, mm-hmm. I mean, we were programmed to believe them. Yeah. Well, in time, like it's all based around time and we know time is an illusion. So I'm upset with myself that my divine timing is not in line with what I think it should be. So how ridiculous, you know, it's like to really zoom out and be like, oh, this whole reason I'm down on myself isn't even really real. So, you know, to push through that and like, for me, I love music more than anything. It's like Mm -hmm. my greatest love. And so to continually come back to that and be like, okay, yeah, the tech stuff sometimes really sucks. And that's also what causes the breakdowns. It's like technology and mm. just the straight up like practical pieces of like the buttons and lining it all up and doing it, which I know over time will become second nature. Mm-hmm. But as you're kind of starting out, it's a total shit show. And so to not get discouraged by that and think mm-hmm. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. It's like, just keep breathing. Just trust your love of why you're doing this and mm. don't get lost in the, the parts that are really hard because it's not hard to love music like that's so innate Mm. and the music always finds me so that part I'm never worried about it's just like the more uh, techie stuff Mm -hmm. that can just really cause a breakdown it's like Mm -hmm. I can't even send an email right now let alone like figure out how to record this whole new thing you know right so yeah just really coming back to the center point of like why am I doing this and then and then I think from there there's a gentler self-talk that can arise Mm. and be like you're doing this because you care because you really want to share 
because you know you're ready mm-hmm. and even though it doesn't feel like it you are mm-hmm. and so to just keep I don't like the word push because I really want to kind of have a different feeling it's like I don't know where I read this but it was like don't hustle a line mm-hmm. I was like, okay I like that yeah I was thinking of the word allow yeah exactly you know push allow mm-hmm. it's a whole different energy it's like getting out of your own way versus pushing something up a mountain. Don't hustle, but align. Yeah. And align. Just align, and it'll all flow. Mm-hmm. Know? It's like going down a river. I always see the river as like a metaphor for me and my life and the effortlessness that it takes to float down a river, mm-hmm. even though you can't down see where stream. you're going. You can't see the end, <laughs> but you know you're going somewhere. And yeah, mm-hmm. you can swim up the river, clasp to the banks of it, or just really get into the center of the river and let go. Mm-hmm. And that's the place that I always want to come back to with music because that's where I feel the most joy in my life, really. And like those blissful states that I've found that feel really real in my heart mm-hmm. um, have been in that way. And there's no sense of control or contriving or making it a certain way it's just that ultimate allowing mm-hmm. and surrender and the freedom that comes from that mm. big one you know I guess I was thinking of that feeling I get <clears throat> with you know just like sometimes the knowing of why I work, why I paint you know mm, and course. it's that um when you trust you know that it doesn't matter what happens with what you're doing but you trust that you need to be doing what you're doing kind of thing. Right. And it's true that I love it, the downstream going down the river, but you, you really don't know what turn is going to come next. Mm-hmm. Right, so to be <clears throat> comfortable living in the unknown is a skill that I've been developing for years. A lot of leaps without knowing where I'm going to land. Gosh. The... Yeah, and, and just... People the, hate that. I know, it's terrifying. <clears throat> it's not our MO as no. a culture, as a species. Yeah. The uncertainty. For sure, and we're all collectively in that now in a way we never have mm-hmm. been, I think. Mm-hmm. And those of us that have a little more practice in it are able to soften into what's going on a little more, I think. Less resistance, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. practicing the river flow. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's easy, and there's rapids always, and waterfalls, and... You know, and then slow mm-hmm. trickles where, like, it feels like nothing's moving. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I really do feel we're all we're all connected on this journey. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I also, like, I was thinking of your paintings in my mind and, like, seeing that, like, the one drop that ripples out. Mm-hmm. And I see that being, like, each of our influence in this life. And it's like, we just have to do that, that drop. We don't know what it is mm-hmm. necessarily. Like, everyone's different. But then we see the ripple effect, and we have no idea how wide or how much our ripple can influence people Mm -hmm. and bring something into their life. Mm -hmm. And even when it seems almost selfish that we're doing it for ourselves and our own, like, psyches and bodies, and I do really trust the ripple effect, Mm -hmm. and I'm fascinated by it, and I love just, like, throwing a pebble in a pond and watching it because Mm -hmm. I just vision that that's all of us doing our work in the world and that's when it really can actually have a massive influence because if you think of millions and millions of ripples Mm. all colliding in some way and interweaving and affecting the other 
I, I see that even though we think we're such a small part of it all, it's like we all have our ripples. Mm. It's a big, it, that gives me a very big sense of belonging. Like it makes mm -hmm. me think about how you, <clears throat> when you throw that, you know, pebble or stone in a pond or in a river, you know, you really feel that sense of belonging. Mm. Yeah. You know? And that is really precious. Mm -hmm. That is really sweet. And it's really sweet to feel um, for those of us that are, don't get to feel it all the time right. and need the reminder, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it comes in different ways, mm -hmm. but for sure. that's really precious. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, the break the breakdowns and the breakthroughs, you right. know, kind of the, the whole idea of how do you break through a breakdown? And, you know, for me, like a breakthrough, I guess it's so cliche, but it feels like going from a foggy day to a sunny day. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of like, it's like this energetic or portal or kind of like a leaving a vortex to enter a new one kind of yeah. you know and a breakthrough I guess a breakthrough right now for me is is not f fully falling on old self destruction patterns mm -hmm. to move through a time yes. you know and being like a little bit lighter mm -hmm. and being less self indulgent and the negative um there was this beautiful um kind of i don't know if it's a metaphor and a simon synonym what is it uh a, no, no, <laughs> a metaphor or an analogy oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. um but you know there's like a clear water of, of clear glass of water mm, yeah. and there's and you put blue ink in it right and that the blue ink is the negative thoughts mm. So it was like in the glass of clear water, how many blue ink drops mm -hmm. do you put in in a day? Right. You know, and so I feel like I'm keeping the water like, I mean, not super dark, yeah. <laughs> but it's, I mean, it still has a lot of color in it, a right. lot of blue, a lot of pigment, but a lot less so mm -hmm. than in other times. And so I think that's the breakthrough for me. It's not changing the situation or being in a different situation or actually, you know, shifting my reality. But it's just right. that, like, taking out the negative thoughts or mm -hmm. taking out the self-harm thoughts from a situation is a breakthrough. Exactly. I love that. I love that metaphor, too. I would call it a metaphor. Metaphor? Yeah, I would call it that. Yeah. Yeah, and it just even the fact that you can zoom out and see the color of your glass, mm. it means you're not fully immersed in the glass. I so. hadn't gone there yet, but that's <laughs> next level. <laughs> yeah, and then the choice, you know. The it's like, how many, how many self-deprecating thoughts are we going to think, you know, mm. before we just say, whoa, 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 whoa. That, and that for me helps, like, if I talk to other people sometimes, it's very helpful because I see their kind of more objective perspective or just like, wow, you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself mm. or wow, you're comparing yourself to someone that you shouldn't be comparing yourself to 
or your expectation is completely unrealistic. <laughs> like, uh, Land, honey. Who are you fooling? Yeah, yourself? seriously. I yeah. got told by my sister once, you're not Einstein. Get a <laughs> <Yeah>. job. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> so real talk. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, so just having those people that can kind of help you break through your own stickiness mm. and just be like, have a totally different perspective is so helpful for me. And then I can really... Um, it's just all about softening into my own like kindness with myself um yeah and just being more fluid and sweet and allowing the the natural timing of things to happen mm -hmm. versus this more forced concept of what i believe should be my path and my timeline and all these very linear things and just really allow the magic of the creation to come in when it mm. is ready. Mm. Because that's really what it's about. It's like as artists, we're really kind of receiving something. And yeah, it takes dedication and focus and all that to birth it. But I think the more we can be in that more liminal space of like openness and um, receptive energy, the more the art really wants to pour through. And for me, when that's happening, I'm so inspired. I don't give a shit mm -hmm. if the tech is wrong. It's like, I'm just in a flow. Yeah. I don't need to worry yeah. about that I don't so need much. you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally. Mm -hmm. Totally. Um, I, I, I had a thought, which was, you know, because we were talking about how this, well, I was just sharing how I've been in a little slumber. And, you know, we were referring that it was, something maybe of the winter, the winter slump. Mm -hmm. Um, but I also wanted to be very mindful because a lot of the, a lot of people go through this in the tropics, you know, I've gotten mm -hmm. like down in El Salvador where it's like sunny and warm all the time. And, you know, you think about it and you're like, it's winter somewhere. Right. But it's not. So, you know, and then I was thinking about our tool, which is mm -hmm. breathe motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, don't forget to breathe and kind of what, with, with speaking about our slumbers and kind of like, you know, a little like trench, mm. trench time, what would you say to someone or what would we say to someone or you or we or you um, that's someone that's going through it in the winterland, deep winterland, and someone who's going through it in the sun, and the waves and the bird and everything else that sometimes when you're in winter you think you need right if you to just have not that, be. It'll be fine yeah yeah that's a good one <clears throat> yeah and how do we not blame our external environment for the internal mm -hmm. situation is really what i always find because you know i've escaped winter a lot where i'll fly to the tropics and i find oh my problems or my like struggle the inner funk is still here it doesn't matter. It doesn't just magically go away when I jump in the ocean. I know it's it only in help. movies. Yeah, I know. Or for some people. Yeah. Maybe know. they're not saying the truth. No, it's still there. And yeah, so I guess, you know, I'm looking at my own pattern of blaming winter um, for these parts of me that really want to be more outward and external and connecting and, you know, just basking in the warmth and all of that. Um, but seeing that, I think what's helped me is that I see winter as absolutely having its place 
and mm-hmm. the stillness that it brings and just even the inner reflection that can happen in winter that doesn't really happen in the summer for me mm-hmm. is so healthy and actually very helpful in my um, you know knowledge of self um, but yeah if I were in the tropics and still having the funk it's like sometimes I get even harder on myself of like oh well, why are you feeling like this and you're in this paradise place Right. You know, so there's sometimes even another added layer of you shouldn't be feeling this here right. but you could feel it in the snow That's right. okay. so you know really just allowing the inner realm to have its cycles and I, I don't know if it's so cyclical like yearly for people for me I can go in and out any season <laughs> I'm not limited to winter <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like a lot of my tools you know, which is like gathering and having the social interaction. And for me, dancing is always the one that just, if I have a deep inner funk, like I can move it through my dance. Mm. Going to concerts is my favorite thing. And, you know, we haven't been able to do that. And so it's been really challenging for me to, to just really sit and not be able to move the challenge as quickly as usual. Mm-hmm. But I'm also proud that I've found my tools mm-hmm. that I, I can see now actually really do help. And so I hope for everyone that they can kind of find their own tools of release and mm-hmm. support. And and even when those aren't available, just knowing that you've even found one thing that kind of helps is huge. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to magically shift in that instant, but it's like getting enough tools in our magic backpack, mm-hmm. as my mentor calls it, to navigate whatever life throws at us mm-hmm. and do it as gracefully as possible authentically as possible and I think the real art is like learning what it is for you mm-hmm. on an individual level which has nothing to do with comparing yourself to others mm-hmm. it takes a lot of self-inquiry and I really do think the winner like forces us to do that mm-hmm. and it's uncomfortable and so we want to go escape and there's you know and that's really resonating with me especially in the sense that a lot of the times you know like in the winter what I've noticed for it was my first full winter Mm. that there was times where I was doing so well in the winter and there was no culture and no one to see it you know and I was like I'm doing so fucking well (laughs) I'm killing it fucking no one to see it okay then I'm doing bad you know and always it's the twist and that's when I see people right and it's or that's when like I'm faced with mm-hmm. you know that exterior so it was interesting kind of to yeah to see that dance yeah um but that's it was so really funny. funny yeah the times where I'm like oh I'm doing great who can I tell yeah who, who do I see, see me uh-huh. like this <laughs> yeah nobody and yeah. then you know the shit time comes and it's obviously the time where it's perfect right, right. but that life is asking a little bit more of you mm-hmm. or maybe it just feels that way yeah but it yeah, was I think interesting anytime we don't have our the things that make life just easier on any mm-hmm. level you know whenever that's and maybe that for me that's going out in the sunshine mm-hmm. um when that's not easily available you know there's just another little layer that i have to work through mm-hmm. to get to kind of just a baseline mm-hmm. level of like i feel okay mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and i think you know collectively we're all figuring out a new baseline based Mm -hmm. on how many things have been taken away or how much loss we face like we're all kind of recalibrating Mm -hmm. our baseline with what we've got right now yeah and yeah and I think there'll be I'm hoping there'll be a little more um 
like even playing field where mm. we're all just kind of like seeing the common person is like yeah we're all in this together we all go through the same shit and mm. we're all learning as best we can to cope with it and and to make life joyful as much as we can believe it or not I know it makes me be like, oh, you know, like shout out to anyone feeling super disassociated or confused or alone or unstable or, you know, lost a little. Um, Because y'all not alone. We in this one together this time. I really don't think, and I think some people are having the opposite effect where they feel so clear, like they've had all this inward reflection time, they're like ready to launch their thing, mm-hmm. and you know, some are having kind of an opposite reaction, mm-hmm. but I think still collectively we are just all at like a new, a new fresh start. I feel like I've felt that way many times this last year, you know? Right. But it's, it's just, it's kind of like, for me, I noticed that it's never a straight line. No. You know, it's like, oh my God, because I can have sense of direction, Mm -hmm. but still feel like shit. Right. You know? Right. Like, it's just so interesting. I guess it's what it is to be alive and they don't really tell you. There's no guidebook. Mm -mm. There is no guidebook. Mm -mm. No. Wow. But I love, I love the tool. It's so simple, and you know, it's actually a tool that has not been given, I think, in 44 episodes. Oh, great. I'm so glad I could offer a freshie. Yeah, so to breathe. Don't forget forget to breathe. And that is our tool for the week from our dearest queen of air. Very appropriate, which I will proceed to. It would be cool if I could, like, play you now, you know? Yeah, I know. Like, close the show with that. Uh We can pick a little song to send you directly to it and hope you have a whatever you want it kind of week. A lot of love. Thank you, Gina, for being here. Un placer. With us. With me. Yeah. So happy to be here. Thank you. (laughs) Till next time. Bye.